Dueling Dialogues presents His and Hers with Grace Matthews, The Hammer, and Connor Murphy. Welcome to Episode 4 of His and Hers with Grace Matthews and The Hammer in the heart of the USA, Springfield, Missouri. Hi, you two. Good afternoon. Hey, what's, what's going on up there? Not much. Uh, weather sucks. But uh, other than that, uh, not much. Same old, same old here. Not much has changed. Yeah, it just won't stop raining here in the Ozarks. Yeah, I mean, uh, we got an hour of sunshine and three days of rain. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's been like here, too. Yeah. I thought it was April showers, not <laughs> May showers. Yeah. yeah. So, um it's great to be here. We have a jam-packed show. Okay. And um, we're going to start out with um, talking about people wearing masks. I mean, we're a social society. I mean, if you, you know, what's it going to be like to date during the coronavirus? I mean, uh, people are wearing masks a lot here. I mean, when you go out, most people are wearing masks. Um, and, you know, it brings to mind the, the biblical story about um, the wedding veil, right? And Jacob marrying the wrong sister because Leah was behind the wedding veil. Ah, uh, there you go. And um, so, uh, you know, people decide within a millisecond if someone's beautiful or attractive to them. And when you're covering up part of the face. How is this going to change our social interaction, our body language? Um, I just have a hard time hearing people when they've got those masks on. And people seem to have a hard time hearing me when I have it on. So, you know, in Asia, they've been wearing masks for a long time because of air quality. Right. But it is a brand new thing here in the States. And... um, I don't know. What do you think? I mean, what do you think when you just see someone's eyes? Yeah, that's that's the big thing here is that when you're, as we're so used to seeing someone's full face and and reading their facial expressions to see what kind of mood they're in and or if they're and, just smiling. Yeah, if they're just smiling or God, you know, someone's got that look on their face like don't talk to me and you so you don't because they're having one of those days and. It, it's, it is a different type of uh, atmosphere than we're used to around here, um, let alone the stress that it has because if they're wearing a mask, they are very conscious about being very careful about uh, the virus. Right. So it's like having a stop sign right up on your face. Oh, yeah. And, and we are very in tune to faces. For example... You know, when we took some of our first pictures on Mars, you you see all over the internet and elsewhere that picture. Oh, there's a face. Right. Anytime there's you know three dots, we start making a face out of it. You know, an asteroid um, came close to Earth and at Puerto Rico right before the virus started, which would have been like before the virus started, like in this hemisphere around um, April 29th, and people knew that the pandemic was going to get bad because the asteroid looked like it had a face mask on. 
<laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how we just identify with faces. Right. That's now to me. That's stretching it a little far, but hey, it uh, it hasn't been good. So maybe it had something to do with it. Well, absolutely. You know, there's a solution, and that uh, you know, start a mask company that prints your bottom jaw and your nose on your mask. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess. So, yeah, I, I mean, you've seen that already. No, I haven't, but I'm sure people will. Oh, start it will doing happen. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, uh, you know, truly, we'd have to ask uh, probably an Arab state because of burkas and all of those uh, outfits. Uh, do yeah. you see your bride's face? I I don't know. Good question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they do in the bedroom, but you know, and most of those people, they have not lived. Without the burkas, and I, I can't remember at what age they start wearing it, but um, you know, we we love faces. Yeah. Well, and um, I think it's interesting. Um, I, I did get an email from the Trumpet um, campaign, and apparently, I'm going to get a Trump mask. Oh, there you go. In the mail, so for do free. Do you get the hair with it? That's what I. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's a scary, scary thought. <laughs> Maybe a walk. Yeah. Anyway, we 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 carry on. Uh, we will, you know, that's just some food for thought. Especially if you're dating, you know? Right. Good heavens. But also, you know, for example, the hammer does sales. You know, how do you know? how people are reacting. I mean, if, if they don't have expressive eyes. Now, some people have very expressive eyes. But if they don't, you know, yeah, they, how, how do you read them? I mean, you're counting on their uh, facial expressions to give you indications of uh, things to say next or which direction to go. And if you can't read those, it does make it, uh, more difficult, and uh, you could get a false reading too. Right, right. I think dating's going to be uh, way more difficult in the future. Oh, I do too. I do too. And um, so maybe you're going to want to just keep the person you're with. You know, love the one you're with. Isn't that a song? Yeah. Yeah. Well, very interesting. A hospital here in Canada uh, produced buttons with a picture of the person. It was a nurse, like the the nursing staff and the doctors. Um, so they wore a button of their picture, so you could see. Oh, I love like. that! Oh, that's a great that's idea. A idea. I, mean, yeah. I bet that that might even become a trend. Could be, Could you be. know. Yeah. So, um, so say you're going to just try to love the one you're with. Okay. Okay. Here's four pieces of advice that we're going to discuss on how to keep that person. Okay. Okay. Or keep that relationship going. Number one. Do not say, I want a divorce. <laughs> probably not. Well, I mean, who throws that around? I mean, if you say it, you're probably pretty mad. But maybe there are people out there that throw it around. It says, for instance, now this is um, according to blog, um, the blog WebMD. Right. It says, for example, try to use words like, or phrases like, I feel angry. I'm furious. I'm hurt. I feel mistrustful of you, or I'm just betrayed. 
well, hell, you might as well say I want a divorce. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, who who says who has those words come out when they're angry? I feel angry. Yeah. Um, you're really saying words that we're not going to say on here, mm. right? Don't you think? Yes, it's going to. They're going to say a lot more than I think. There'd be some words in front of divorce. Yeah. I don't think that. <laughs> I think that. Okay, if you're talking about someone left their shoes in the middle of the floor and you tripped over them, you might say, "I am furious with you." Or you betrayed me by leaving these shoes. <laughs> if somebody actually betrayed you, you are not going to say you betrayed me, you know. And I feel hurt. So sometimes these things sound and look good on paper, but you know, okay. And I'm sure people don't throw it around the divorce phrase. If they do, they probably shouldn't be married anyway. Okay. So I hate you. Okay. That's that's a bad thing to say. Do you really loathe or detest the person? I I'm assuming you think so at the time. Yeah. But you probably don't. You know. It's probably used in conjunction with the with number one. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Well, you know, the main thing to remember that it is an argument, and both people are probably heated. Both people are are trying to quote win or make their point so sometimes the words um, get thrown around that you're they're right they probably shouldn't be but you know what it happens well this is PC Randomock I, I, I normally love WebMD and I kind of like talking about sometimes things that I I do sort of disagree but instead of saying that they suggest you say I never loved you Oh, or I oh, never boy, should have married you. I mean, I'd almost yeah, rather that'll hear, I help. hate you. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that... at least I hate you. Kind of a um, in the moment kind of thing. Yeah, that got you some points, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I, I mean, I think they want arguments to be more PC, and that really isn't cutting it for me. No, hell no, not me either. I would hate the, the, listening to that. Oh boy, that it's that like gets you. It makes it sounds like it's scripted. Yeah. Like, oh, she, you know, she says this, I say that. She says this, I say that. Right. Exactly. Okay, you are fill in the blank. <laughs> Bad idea, according to WebMD, if they really are worthless, just, you know, they're, they're not going to offer anything anyway. <laughs> yeah. Okay? So, um, you know, it, it leaves a lot of... Resentment, they suggest that you talk about the behaviors that bother you, like you don't do any housework. Oh, you know, I have man. found that most men do not respond to PC arguments. Yeah, this sounds more like how to continue an argument to me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, how to wake up still <laughs> mad, go to bed and wake up mad. Okay, you never, do not use the phrase, you never. You never. Um... Okay. Okay. You should say, you know, last night you didn't do this. You should not, you know, conglomerate all the past behaviors into one phrase. Are you kidding me? Okay. I mean, that doesn't work for most women because we let things build up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like when a woman says, I'm fine. She's you better run like hell. Yeah, exactly. Because she ain't fine, honey. 
And that, yeah, and also when when the wrath comes out, the laundry list comes out. Yeah. Every bad thing you've done in your entire life is going to flash before your eyes at least once. Oh, gosh. And if you didn't listen, well, probably. Yeah, more than that. So, um, you know, we are what we are, you know? Um, I don't know that arguments can ever really be PC. But thanks, WebMD, because you kind of gave us a couple of giggles. <laughs> so, True that. Okay, our next item, as we discuss our relationships, are 15 relationship experts and their advice. And again, some of it works, some of it doesn't. Um, this article was on the website called Greatest. G-R-E-A-T-I-S-T. And so we're going to see if you guys agree or disagree with these experts. <laughs> when you are looking for a mate, guys, look for someone with similar values, education, personalities, hobbies. Do men think about that? What do you think, Hammer? No. No. Men do not think about that. Now, so you don't care what religion they are? No. Down the road, maybe, but the first, you know, especially the first few meetings or dates or whatever, no. They, that We could give a rat's ass about that. It yeah, just, I totally it, agree. It's yeah. just not, uh, not in our motif to that be up there. Well, what about thinking. if they're wearing a mask? Are you going to be concerned about what they do? Because you can't see their face. Well, we might start asking more questions with the mask. Though. You know what? Body image might become a bigger deal with the whole mask. mask hmm. So, Okay, so you guys say that similar values do not matter. I say I'm, I agree with the hang, hammer, even as a woman. When you first start dating, unfortunately, or, you know, hanging out with the Unfortunately, it doesn't matter. Later on, it matters a lot. Yeah, as a guy, you don't think about that from the start, though. Okay, number two. Um, never take your partner for granted. This may sound obvious, but you can't imagine how many people come to couples therapy too late simply because they've been taken for granted. That's according to Irina Furstein. Yeah, I pretty much think that's good advice. I do too. I, I, it, it happens easily, I think, especially um, the longer the relationship has gone on, the years, it's, it's easy to um, take your partner, your, your wife, you know, for granted and all the things that she does for you and and uh, us men are, are terrible about expressing our thanks for them doing things for us especially the little things that we take for granted ourselves but there's someone doing those and it's usually our wives and uh, yeah that's that's probably one of the that is great advice I, I think it is and I, I think as time goes on um, it, it is very easy to do that. No, um, Irina says no relationship is perfect, and it shouldn't be used as rationalization for complacency. Do not become complacent. I mean, and that's in every part of your life, though. I mean, that's not just relationships. 
Okay, now this is an interesting one because I think it has to do with how old you are, okay? Stop trying to be each other's everything, okay? You don't necessarily try. I remember when you have that wedding vow and it says you become one, and I'm like, you know, 25 going, I'm not freaking coming become one with anyone. <laughs> are you kidding me? And you pretty much go along that. But when you start looking and thinking about retirement, I've watched it with my mother. I watched it with my mother-in-law. I mean, they didn't try to be one, but they did become one. I know you talked about, um, Connor, your mom, how, you know, she was still devoted to her dad, your dad, what, 40, 50 years after he was right. gone. Yeah. And she had become one with them. So it's, it's not necessarily something you try and you certainly need to have outside interest because, you know, that person can be gone one day. Yeah, as long and as you're you together. Be able to live. Right. But I, I think that um, I'm a little wishy-washy on that. What do you think? I think, um, I think when you first start out your relationships and early marriage, um, I think you're more individuals. You must have a lot of common ground or you would be together. But I think as time goes on, it's kind of, uh, you kind of grow together somewhat. You give, you know, both sides kind of give up part of their, um, I don't know what your you, identity. Yeah, their identity, and and or you guys form a whole new identity. It just uh, time. Well, and it does kind of like waxes and wings. I mean, you go through stages probably um, where your career is important, children are, are important, and you're really not like that. And then maybe you know you move in and out of that stage. Um, I think it's fine to be like that until someone passes away. I watched it destroy my mother and my mother-in-law. Um, that does worry me, but I just think people don't plan on it happening. It just happens. Right. Yeah. Okay, love is a verb. You know, I, I love that saying. I, I've kind of forgotten that saying. Do or say something daily to show your appreciation. Yeah, good advice. You know, small things. You, you don't have to go out and buy somebody a present every day, but... Do be nice, you know. Yeah, I mean, should be nice to people anyway, but say, especially your partner. Say, it actually goes along with, uh, you know, not taking them for granted. You need to uh, yeah, exactly let them know that they're special and that you do appreciate them. And uh, it's very easy to get in the uh, old grind of. And routine and, and forget some of these little things that can sure make someone's day if you do it. Yeah, saying thank you goes a long way. Absolutely. You or know? sorry, too, for that matter. Yeah, and, yeah you know. or bringing someone a glass of water. Exactly. You know? I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing. It, it just has to be thoughtful. Um, here's one of my favorites. Make sure you are meeting your partner's needs. Meaning... The number one thing I've learned, I'm quoting Jeremy Nicholson, about love is that it is a trade and a social exchange, not just a feeling. Loving relationships are a process by which we get our needs met and we meet the needs of our partners too. You can't have that emotional vampire that's just sucking you dry. 
We've all met them. We've all dated them. We've all been in relationships somewhere with these emotional vampires that will just suck you dry and never give anything back. That's a fact. There are people that out there that are just basically evil. And they can suck you dry. They can cause you problems. It just like it's a series of bad luck, whatever you want to call it. It just can be bad. And uh, I guess the best advice is uh, run for the hills. <laughs> I agree there. Absolutely. Okay, you guys are gonna love this one. Get getting jiggy with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, that okay. always helps. Don't just go for the big O. <laughs> Sex isn't just about orgasms. It is about sensation, emotional intimacy, stress relief, improved health. Improved health means an improved immune system, which helps right now, and a cardiovascular system. An increased, an increased emotional bonding with your partner thanks to the wonderful release of hormones due to just physical touch. There are many more reasons to have sex than just getting off. And I say amen to that. Yep. It is important to touch the end goal, um, you know, even the quality of sex probably isn't the big thing. It is touching, being close, interacting with somebody. Again, we refer back to the tantric sex, where a lot of it's about breathing and yoga. Right. In the greater sense. Well, you can't just rely on that, um, the big O, because as you get older, things happen. And if things don't work out, then somebody get, feels frustrated. Um, the ability to share feelings through touch and stuff has... Uh, has grown in popularity because as we get older or so, sometimes one's not in the mood, but they might be in the mood for the touching and just caressing and holding. and Sometimes they're just too tired yeah, to do the whole nine yards. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, you don't have time, you know, you got to go to bed, whatever. Things that... Times have changed. Before, it used to just be the big O, get it, do it, get it done. If it took five seconds or five minutes or whatever the time length was, as long as you did that, it was great. Well, things have changed. Exactly. But it is no excuse for number seven. Don't forget to keep things hot. Okay? Just because you, 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 we're talking, okay, you don't have to do the orgasm thing, you need to still keep it hot. According to Sorry Cooper, many times people become increasingly shy with the person they love. The more, the, and even more as time goes by, partners begin to take their love for granted and forget to keep themselves turned on and to continue to seduce their partner. Keep your sex esteem alive by keeping up certain practices on a regular basis. This allows you to remain vibrant, sexy, and engaged in your love life. I think that's probably great advice. I Be do. sexy. You know, you can't do the same old thing every day and it be exciting. you got to have some different things going on or it's going to be 
um, not very exciting for, for either partner. And um, then you don't want to turn into like it's a job. It's got to be fun. It's got to be exciting. It's got to be stimulating. I think that's great advice. I agree. Now here's, uh, we're, we're keeping on with the same theme, and this is Chelsea Holland. She says that, you know, forget about the pressures of the penis and vagina. Instead, try to expand your concept of sex to include anything that involves close, intimate connection with your partner, such as sensual massages, take a nice shower or bath together, reading an erotic story together, playing with some fun toys. The possibilities are endless. Use your imagination. Hmm. Good advice. Good advice. Yeah, that's why they made YouTube, right? I think I think there's nothing sexier than reading poetry. Read the Song of Solomon. I mean, you talk about hot, soft porn. <laughs> it's right in the Bible, in the Torah. Come on. <laughs> I love it. There you go. There you go. Okay. Well, we're walking away from sex to handling conflict. It's not what you fight about. It's how you fight. Oh, sounds like, okay. yeah. Yeah, I agree there. It says, basically, son, Warren says, fight fairly. Don't bring out the four horsemen of the revelations. <laughs> um, the goal is to... Focus on you and I, and that's about it. Keep it nice. Well, let's face it. Anytime there's a conflict, it can get out of hand on either side, and, and uh, usually when it does get out of hand, it's it's not pretty on either side, and it gets to be the one-up. I've got to one-up you because you said something I didn't like, so now I've got to one-up you, and to say something worse and then it just is just it's not good well not and, good. and when we gotta hope that you don't get to that point very often yeah is that, that say, never do is that when you're supposed to say i'm angry yeah I'm angry. <laughs> <laughs> okay number 10 uh by carrie calls she says just try a nicer approach you know um and, uh, you know, this is back to the PC idea of, I get annoyed when I see dishes in the living room. Would you please take them back in the kitchen when you're finished? You know, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't know. We don't have those kinds of issues. So if, if you married someone that can't walk their damn dishes back to the kitchen and they're leaving them around the, the living room, um, you know, send them back to the dorm. I mean, I don't, I don't know. We, we've really never had those kind of issues. Shouldn't you have um, discovered this really early before in you married them? You know, the, <laughs> I, I the mean, person's a pig. It, it, you know, they, they are a pig. Or, or you know, either a pig or, or they have some uh, self-esteem, and, and their mothers taught them to pick up after themselves. Uh, you know, that's, uh, you know, you didn't marry a housekeeper. Well, exactly, and I will say, and or I guess maybe or... I'm bragging, but you can walk through our house and find lots of dog hair and dust at any given moment, but you do not find things at place. Right. I mean, we're, we're not that kind of people. I know a lot of people are, but marry someone that you can live with their habits. Yeah, you know? 
Yeah. 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 It makes all the sense in the world. You should figure that out before you walk down the aisle. Yeah. Yep. Or before you even move in with them, for crying out loud. I mean, you just visit somebody one day and you know. That's what. That's why they have those weekend deals. You know, <laughs> yeah. where you shack up for the weekend so yeah. you find out what it's like to spend 24, exactly. 48, 72 exactly. hours with somebody. Because then they can't hide those nasty habits that they might have. Or you do what we did, which was live together for five years before you got married. There you go. Yeah, that works. You kind of know everything by then. Yeah, all the bad comes out in five years. Okay, (laughs) now this is silly to me, but Ken Page says, identify your good conflicts. (laughs) I mean, okay, let's don't have the argument about our bad stuff. Let's talk about our good stuff, and then let's argue. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I have to say that Ken is a little off his rocker. I think he's got... might have been sampling some stuff early in the day and he wrote this and <laughs> yeah, he's, he's never been married no no, no. I don't think he has. he's a confirmed bachelor yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay make time for self-care take time apart you know again i think when you're younger you do that and you want to do that more when you get older you just don't do it as much. I mean, sweatpants you know. feels good. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, staying home feels good. And um, I mean, in the midst of a coronavirus, you know, taking a weekend trip with your girlfriend or your guy friends, you know, it's probably not going to happen right now. Yeah, I don't. Think I, I'm not saying it's bad to do it. I'm just saying we don't tend to do it for all sorts of reasons. You know, that's just like, uh, you know, you talk about the guy trip, but just the guys, you know, as you get older and they call you, hey, let's go out and have a couple, you know, and then you go out and after about 15 minutes, you go, why am I here? <laughs> this isn't fun. Exactly. And, oh, and there's Jerry and Benny sitting on the same bar stools they were 15 years ago. <laughs> you know, so it just... You yeah. change as and your your um, the things that appeal to you, the things that you enjoy doing. Um, as you get older, you enjoy doing them with your wife more than your old bud. At whatever you know, those, those days it's just like a different time of your life. That chapter's closed. You're into the new chapter. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, according to Margaret Paul, number thirteen. Again, don't abandon yourself and you should never abandon yourself you know you should um take care of yourself you know do you you know yoga um i i I like to do yoga i like to meditate the hammer's been doing it with me lately during the coronavirus i'm still doing it for myself he's doing it for himself it doesn't mean you can't do it together right um and i've been doing it for years without it it's kind of nice to have somebody to do it with but think about yourself. If you want to go upstairs and and get in the bathtub and shut the doors and say, don't bother me, okay. Do take care of yourself. Um, get Pippa right. You know, you don't to. make it irresponsible, though. Don't go in a closet and eat, you know, a, 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 a carton of ice cream by yourself. That's not doing something for yourself. Right. You know, hopefully it's healthy, whatever it's it is you're doing. It's got to be positive. You know, at the, at the end of the day, kind of like Charlie Bloom says, 
create a fulfilling life. And, and your fulfilling life is not the same as mine. Hopefully, your partner and you have some kind of idea about, you know, or you have grown into this space to where you have common goals. I mean, which is what we started out talking about as not very important in the beginning. I think as time goes on, it does get important. Um, Charlie Bloom says, like many people, I grew up believing that marriage required self-sacrifice. Lots of it. My wife, Linda, helped me see that I didn't have to become a martyr and sacrifice my own happiness in order to make a marriage work. If, if you have to sacrifice your own happiness to make the marriage work, it's, it's not a marriage worth saving. But if you guys can come to a common goal, you know, create a fulfilling life. I, I really love that. Yeah, I do tell you. There's got to be a place in the middle where you both can meet. It. Uh, we kind of talk about that in my business, the car business. There's got to be a middle ground where we both feel that we win. And that's kind of just like in life that there's got to be a place where both people have given up a little, or given in a little, and um, it's for the good of all. And uh, as time goes on, I, I think we all learn that. Well, and the bottom line, as April Byer says, sometimes we get so hung up on our expectations that we miss how beautiful our relationships are. And the lessons they're teaching us realize that every relationship has value no matter how long it lasts. I mean, some, I'm not sure I would agree, have positive value, but they have negative value. And sometimes we have to know that we are a culmination of our positive and negative values. You certainly cannot recognize the light if you never see dark. If every relationship you have is positive how are you gonna know the one right you know everybody's had that one relationship where they go oh god what was but, i thinking you know yeah how did i get this and how can i get out but uh, you know it, it's just i think that was very good advice yeah i agree yeah okay now we've got eight really quick um date and, you know, you're stuck inside because COVID-19, inclement weather, or, you know, whatever reason you're stuck inside, you, you need to make life more interesting, okay? And we've talked a lot about everybody's mental health. The suicide rates are up, and um, there's all sorts of issues, secondary issues to the COVID-19. So here are eight ideas you can do at home. They take a little planning, but nothing spectacular. Number one, create a fancy cocktail party for yourself. There you go. Yeah, anything with booze has got to be good. <laughs> Absolutely. We do that uh, nearly every day. Yeah. Uh, right now we've got peas, porter, and oranges. Yeah. So, there, you um, <laughs> there you go. Okay. Host your own cooking class. As we've seen, the hammer does that yeah. um, all the time. And his little cooking segments are becoming quite popular on Facebook and shenanigapress.com. Good. Um, and he's pretty funny, and but he, he always tries to make something rather healthy. Good. I say rather healthy because you can look at him. Hey, and I'm not going to take healthy. all the credit here. Grace is the brains behind this. I'm just the... <laughs> I'm just the, she's the, the 
straw that stirs the drink. I'm just the buffoon that gets out there and tries to make it funny. (laughs) (laughs) You will love this one, Connor. Go into vacation mode. And you go, how do you do that in your house? Okay, use the Zoom backgrounds and then play a little Jimmy Buffett and pretend you are on vacation. Make some shrimp kebabs, make some fancy cocktails with some pineapple and margarita you know milk. maybe some more you know, booze umbrellas. yeah, yeah. More booze. yeah. More booze. Where, where do you want to talk booze here at the end so um <laughs> as long as it's got booze i'm all for it yeah booze and uh you know shrimp you can buy a couple of those uh, sandbags real cheap you know if you really want to yeah if you want to yeah if you want to make a mess <laughs> That's absolutely right. That would actually be kind of fun. So I gotta, I gotta look into this Zoom thing. But I know you've been using it, but uh, we're gonna have to get into the Zoom thing. Okay, do a cute throwback of your first date. Okay, could, could be we good. do that uh, often at a restaurant down the street. But you know what? You can recreate it in your own home. You know, cook the food you you cook. Try to rent the movie you might have seen. You can even do mini golfing in your little living room, you know? Right. Um, there's always music everywhere, you know? We talk about YouTube. We talk about Amazon Music, you know, make a drink, get some music, and, you know, it can't go wrong. The only thing I'm going to add to that is if the first date was horrible, use second. Use a second, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good advice. Yeah. Absolutely. Initiate a game night. Yeah. Okay. We like to play Scrabble. We do. Well, I, uh, we also do video brain games every day. I know a lot of people that are playing board games on Zoom. Mm. We've got to do the Zoom, and we got to do a Zoom cocktail party with you, Connor. Sure, that sounds so good. Gonna, I, I do that with my brothers. I, I do that once a month with my brother and sisters. So. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. I want you guys to know that I do not win the brain games, too. (laughs) (laughs) I give 110%, but I am not winning much. (laughs) Okay. Start a book club. Read the same book and talk about it. It's very easy. And nothing keeps your brain more alive than reading. I mean, it actually can improve your IQ points. It's one of the only activities they can. And um, we sometimes listen to audiobooks, so we're kind of lazy, but um, we do that because if I sit on my butt all day reading a book, um, I hate to tell you how chubbos I can get. <laughs> yeah. So um, basically, it is better to read the books for your brain, but for your butt, it's better to listen to the books. So whatever right, okay. you want. Host a fancy soiree. Make your own candlelight dinner. There you go. Okay? You know, it, it's easy. Get some champagne or wine and, you know, make it fancy. Or put the phone uh, down. Just put the phone down, right. Play Frank Sinatra. They, they suggest and put on your red lipstick, girls. <laughs> yeah. Put on that red, that little black dress and go down to your own dining room. There you go. Why not? There you go. Okay, sweat out all your stress and horniness. 
do some a workout, dance, whatever, and they they say just what you say, Connor. And get out those YouTube videos and do whatever it is you want to do. If you want to work out, if you want to dance, if you want to build a shed out in your backyard, get right. the YouTube videos out. There you go. They got something for everything. Exactly. But uh, we want to end on uh, an alcohol note. Yeah, you know what? This um, quarantine has made me a much more efficient drinker. I just say, screw the glass, drink out of the bottle. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't have to way more efficient. Yeah, way more efficient. Much, uh, you Absolutely, know, you know, and quit that. the dishwasher cleaner. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. It just keeps on going. You know, the ripple effect. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Uh, a really great website is called dailymeal.com. And they have an article. Um, they just put out a couple days ago. It's called Popular Coronavirus Quarantine Cocktails by State. Ah, interesting. And we're not going to go through all of them, but we are going to say that Missouri's was gin and tonic, how damn original. But now the hammer and I, we have gotten into Palomas. And several states have um, adopted the Paloma, California, Arizona. I don't even know what that is. Well, it is. I will let the hammer tell you. It is some tequila, some lime juice. You can either do it then with salt or sugar. And then you use um, grapefruit soda like uh, squirt. Or we've been using the Mexican uh, grapefruit soda, and it's a little better. But, it is. Uh, it's, this it's is a little better and a little a, cheaper. And I'm t- telling you, since we do have a pool here, and we since we have discovered this, and I have not, we have not had the chance yet with the weather to enjoy the pool. But I can just not imagine anything being better than being in the pool. Sipping on one of these. Oh, yeah, and we put a slice of orange so we get our coronavirus. Oh, yes, you know, we have to get that vitamin C. And when you eat that orange, you know, that slice of water is soaked in the grapefruit soda with the the tequila. Yeah, it's about 80 proof by the time it gets done. But But the cocktails were are exciting to look at because it's it's kind of a blast from a past. Um, a lot a lot of states have adopted the Manhattan. The whiskey sour, but an old favorite of ours that we had forgotten about, we used to drink it as shots back in the day, was the kamikaze. A lot of people are drinking kamikazes as drinks now. Instead of shots. And that's like vodka. But you can do it with either vodka, triple sec, and lime. lime. Yeah. And you can do it with either vodka or gin, depending on your preference there. And yeah. They'll both get you going. But you know what? Visit their site, themeal.com is a great site. And um, that's a, you ought to go through those states and it. it uh, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. It's that, fun. That, was, yeah. that was a fun thing to look at and just see. Like, it's, like uh, we it brought up some different drinks that we forgot about the Black Russian, the White Russian, yeah. the Manhattan. Just, uh, so you can take a virtual vacation. Yes, you can. Every state's cocktail. You know what? You can start that as for fun. You can bar hop. 
Yeah, <laughs> from your own house and look how much money you save. You know, and get on Zoom and get your little background of each day. Oh, God, yeah. Take a picture, take a selfie, and, to, and it'll look like you've been on vacation. You've been, been Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville in about 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Forget that, you know, that virus-stricken plane. <laughs> yes, Just right. get on Zoom. That's right. Um, Just zoom down there. You know, um, yeah. there's probably backgrounds on YouTube. That you can get and get in front of and take a picture. Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you, you too. Yeah, this has been great. And um, I hope everybody's staying safe out there. Yeah, everybody be safe out there. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye now.